on key point number three. <laughs> Living on mission means we must what? Gather. Gather. Look at the verse again, uh, focal verse. Look at verse 19. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. What is he saying? I want you to gather together some disciples. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Baptism, as it's mentioned here, we see it says baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Baptism is a public testimony of our faith. It's one of the reasons that we get baptized. It is to make a public statement, a public testimony, to let others know that you believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. That is part of the purpose of baptism. It's also a statement of identification. It means I identify with the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Because I have died myself. The old sin nature has, has died and I'm burying my old sin nature, and I'm raised to walk in newness of life. So it's not just the fact that you believe in the death, burial, and resurrection. It is your personal identification with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and specifically the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. It's a testimony that you are in fellowship with the triune Godhead, God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All New Testament Christians are to be baptized as an expression of our faith, or our fellowship, rather, in the faith. A fellowship with God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And that fellowship is, because of that, we then have fellowship with who? One another. We are baptized into fellowship, not only with God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we are baptized into fellowship with other believers. We have a kindred spirit. We now have a something that unifies us like, like nothing else can. Look again at the end of the focal passage. Look again. It says, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. You know what that tells me? that you're never alone during the discipleship process. You're never alone during the discipleship process. If you've been called and you have to make disciples and you're going to teach them to obey and you belong to a, a fellowship of other believers who are on the same mission with you, I want you to know this. As you journey, there's always two seats. It's, it's not just, you're not doing this alone. You have someone with you. So even, even if you go out knocking on doors and you're the only one on the driver's seat, guess what? There's, the Lord's still with you. That other seat is for him. Sometimes that other seat, you know, you might think of that other seat as the person that you're discipling. You might think of that other seat as somebody that's going with you to disciple someone. That other seat, regardless, it's always filled. It's always. You're never alone. You're never alone in the discipleship process. 
So here's why it's so important for our imagery here. Um, and it was important for me to have a tandem bicycle. You know, I, I wanted to make sure that we made that point. You're never alone as you go. It's a reminder, you're not alone. God's with you. Disciples are with you. New disciples are with you. The word that comes to mind, just like sacrificial, just like transformational, the word that comes to mind is relational. A disciple is sacrificial, a disciple is transformed, and a disciple is relational. Why do I say that? Because Jesus said it. Love is the hallmark of followers of Christ. Listen to this. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Are you seeing that Jesus didn't just tell us to go make disciples? His word tells us here's what a disciple looks like. Here's, here's what it is. Here's what a disciple is not. Here's, here's something that you, if you're doing this, you can't be my disciple. Over and over and over, he made it clear, I want you to make disciples, and here's what they look like. And the best way that you can teach them to observe is by living it out yourself. Love is the hallmark. There's a, another reason that the imagery of the tandem bicycle is so important. I don't want you to miss this. It's a reminder that we as a church are to be mobilized. We're on the move. We've got to, we've got to make, we, we, we have wheels. We've got to go. We have to go. And as we're going, we make disciples. As we're going through life, we make disciples. How do we do that? We teach them to obey. We teach them to obey. How do we do that? By modeling it. How do we do that? By studying God's word. It illuminates the path along the way. And guess what? You're not alone in the process. You're doing it all. So that's it, right? That's putting it all together. The Lord wants us to do what? Hear me on this. The Lord wants us to go. And he wants us to gather together a people from every nation who will grow. And they will grow in their faith to go. And they will gather together a people from every nation who will grow. And they will grow in their faith. And then they will go to do what? To gather a people. Do you see it? It's cyclical. It's cyclical. Now, you would think that in our planning... We probably thought all this thing through, right? We, and we did. So what do you hear all the time at Grace Point Church? Gather, grow, go. Gather, grow, go. It was so important that we incorporated three parts to our church logo. Gather, grow, go. Gather, grow, go. And our church logo is what? Cyclical. It's never ending. Gather, grow, go. But you'll notice something interesting about the logo. Right at, right, right at this point, all of them come together. Why do we do that? Because that's what we call a grace point. A grace point is where all of those things match up. It's where the great commission and the great commandment all collide and they all come together. That's a grace point. That's what we're doing. That's what we're about. 
I don't want ever to be said that the people of Grace Point Church, which our very name is to reflect the great, the, the great commission and the great commandment, I don't want it to ever be said that people in Grace Point don't even know what the great commission is. I at least want to help improve that 17%, even if it's just by point something. Let's make a difference. One last thought, and then we're going to pray together. Missional living is simply another way of saying, let's gather, let's grow, 